introverted creator who has grown her blog and business to nearly half a million in just a few years. I'm so excited to introduce you to Alex, Alex on the map. She's an outdoor blogger and creator. So many people always approach me and say, I can't be a creator because I'm not an extrovert. Well, you know what? Neither am I and neither is she. Alex is an introvert. I'm an omnivert. I talk about this in my podcast episode, Leah, LA in Flight. But there are ways to make it work for you. And I'm excited about this podcast episode of Everyday Badassery to bring you behind the scenes of what it looks like and how we've made it work for us in being creators who are constantly in front of an audience, but we're not necessarily extroverts. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Christine Lozada. This is a traveling podcast. I'm currently in the Bahamas. And I'm so excited for you to meet Alex. And actually, here is how I met her. The way I know you is being someone that I met through wonderful online travel, mm -hmm. women travel community, but also someone I really gravitated toward on social media because mm -hmm. I feel like it's hard to find the real ones. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find people who are authentically themselves. And one thing that I really related to you about, and actually this is something really funny. Oftentimes when I either travel with people mm -hmm. or when I party with people, there's always a moment in which someone I've been hanging out with or traveling with or partying with will lean in and be like, you're actually a really big dork on the inside, aren't you? <laughs> and you're like, took you this yeah. long? <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Because for me, I'm not an extrovert and mm -hmm. I have a lot of like weird, nerdy tendencies mm -hmm. that I totally embrace. And a lot of people tend to push that aside and try to hide that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I gravitated toward you because you celebrate your quirkiness and you... Mm -hmm celebrate exactly who you are. And I'm curious, well, actually, how would you describe who you are? And have you always embraced who you are and publicly? Mm. Oh, great question. Um, how I would describe who I'm, yeah, I'm a big nerd. I am a big quirky nerd. I grew up basically with my nose in a book. I, that's all I did was read um, and mostly read about other places I could go to because I didn't love growing up in Montana. That was not mm. the thing for me. Um, I was really excited about the idea of, oh, I'm going to explore all these amazing other places. I can't wait to get out of here. There's nothing to do. Um, so for me, I always felt a little bit on the outside. I was never the the popular kid by any means. I was the kind of shy, nerdy. Yep very quiet um i loved shakespeare so i wrote a novel about shakespeare when i was a kid and it actually ended up getting published which was pretty cool uh <laughs> that nerdy like that nerdy that is that is nerdy okay nerdy, i like nerdy. it so and i went to a very nerdy college um which is where i met my very nerdy husband and so it's it's always been that's just kind of who i've been um in terms of showing it publicly, not really. Like, mm. 
I always would be very self-serious on the internet. Um, even when I released my book, it was very, like, I was a very serious about it. It wasn't like, okay, this is this weird, quirky thing that I did when I was younger or this weird, quirky thing that I did. It was just, oh, I'm very, I'm very self-serious. And I always had to, to come across as I had everything together. Mm. Um, and definitely the older I got, you know, uh, just traveling loosened me up a lot too mm. and made me realize, okay, you don't have to be as, as self-serious. No one cares. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. No yeah. one cares. Yeah. Actually, was there a trip or was there a moment in which you kind of really mm. discovered that about yourself? I'll share, I'll share my story while you're thinking about it. Yeah, because please. I was the same. So mm. I grew up, my parents were born in the Philippines and mm. all they wanted was for me to fit in. Mm. And they wanted me to be quiet, to listen, to get good mm. grades and to fit in. Mm -hmm. And so what that meant for me growing up was being extremely shy, very mm -hmm. introverted, never raised my hand in class unless I definitely knew the answer. Mm -hmm. And then that turned me into a very serious adult later. Yep. And what really like brought me out of my shell, interestingly, was starting to teach group fitness classes. Oh, interesting. Because I, I yes, I taught like weightlifting classes and yeah, I taught yoga mm. and like, but I also taught hot hula, which is like sexy hula dancing. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I taught turbo kick, which is cardio kickboxing. Like mm. when people are like, oh my gosh, you're a kickboxing instructor. I'm like, no, think about the latest hip hop in bright pink pants and like spandex. Like, and we're, we're doing these moves, like they were doing these moves and they're like so ridiculous. Uh -huh. And I'm like, this is not serious. Like you can't mm -hmm. be serious yeah. when you're doing this. And it was mm -hmm. way more fun for me. And it was way more fun for everyone else. Mm -hmm. If I just amped up the ridiculousness, yeah. whether it was how I looked or how I presented or the jokes I would crack. Cause it's like, sometimes we'd be on the floor doing like the pelvis thrusters. <laughs> right. There's, there's everything funny about that. And it's just, it's, it's just a life is so much more fun when you make a joke out of everything. No, not, not everything, everything, but when you have fun with things. Mm -hmm. And so that really lightened me up and made me lean harder on mm -hmm. not only being a weirder, more funny, more outgoing side of myself and celebrating that. Um, but again, like as a fitness instructor, I'm doing that in front of people. Yeah. Who yeah. are who are my audience? And it helped me to find that confidence to be like that all the time. Mm -hmm. And I would say, even now as a creator, I didn't really step into my weirdness until I fully left the corporate mm -hmm. world, which was only a couple of years ago. And mm -hmm. when I could when I hung up my Christine serious hat, I could put on the other the other mm -hmm. ones that I normally used to be wearing, my pink hat, for example. Um, but I'm curious, like, I don't know, was there a defining moment or was it just travel over time that brought you out? I think, you know, for me, it was over time because, um, you know, as you said, too, these are things that are from your childhood, right? So mm -hmm. um, my parents were, they're amazing people, but they care very or cared very much what people thought. Um, mm -hmm. So that was something I had to work through is saying, you know, it really doesn't matter. Um, uh, it took years. It took really years of also going and experiencing new things and realizing how small I was in the grand scheme of things. I think when you grow up in a small town, 
you feel like you're a bigger presence than you actually are. Mm -hmm. You know, people know who you are more when you go travel the world and you're one of a billion people in, in, in the city in India, you realize, Oh, I really don't matter all that much. And what I do doesn't matter all that much. Um, And so that for me was really freeing to be able to just kind of express myself in a totally different situation in a totally different world where no one else from my childhood, no one else from college would know um, what I was doing. Um, And then I ended up with a really goofy guy who just does not care what anyone else thinks and never has. And he was able to kind of bring that out more and make things more fun when I would take things very seriously he was able to see the funny side of it and kind of teach me to to bring that out of myself more so it's been a work in progress and sometimes still I find myself like am I caring too much about this I think I'm probably Mm. caring too much about this and I have to catch myself sometimes being like is this just going to give me anxiety or can I see this in a in a positive fun way um Mm. and I think it's a skill over time especially if you're taught from a young age that this is how you're supposed to act Yeah, I want to double click on what you're talking about right now, because especially being creators who are in front of an audience Mm -hmm. who are constantly judging you, I'm I'm curious how you feel about that now or even tactics of how you deal with it. Um, And I'll I'll give you an example of something that recently came Mm -hmm. up for me. And so one thing that I recently did was I was just, I was just curious. Cause I'm like, I don't know how many people are actually seeing this face on like a monthly basis. So I was just pulling some of my numbers mm-hmm. and on an average basis, month over month, I normally have around a quarter million people yeah. who are watching some kind of video of me talking. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that still never ceases to fascinate mm-hmm. me is over time, before, when I first started creating, mm-hmm. going back to like serious Christine, I was creating while I was still in the corporate world, like fully made up all the time. <laughs> all right, like, here nature, we are. Yeah, here I had the are. right lighting. If I didn't say it correctly, like stop, re-record the, the damn oh, thing, yeah. and then we're oh, doing yeah. it over. 50 takes, no problem. Now I'm like in the Maldives, seasick, freshly just threw up, <laughs> yeah. no makeup on, throw the mic on like turn away from the wind. Now there's bad lighting. That's all right. Press Mm. record. And that is what I put out, but it never ceases to amaze me. It's how many people say to me, you really should, you know, like put on makeup or you should edit it more, or, you know, you should um, find more clothing that like really fits you better than what you're currently wearing. And it's interesting because a lot of people ask me to be more edited when I have leaned harder and harder into being more real. And so what that has created is it pushes the people out that I'm not very interested in having Mm -hmm. in my audience anyway. And I talk very real about how that happens and how Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to see that side of the real side of things often. And it makes the people who understand that and the real ones Mm -hmm come even closer into your circle, which hmm. which has actually worked to my advantage. But I'm wondering, I guess my question here is, like in putting yourself out there, because you are constantly in front of your hmm. audience, how have you felt challenged in truly being yourself sometimes? And how do you overcome that? Mm, yeah, I think that's a great question. That really, it doesn't shock me what you said, but at the same time, <laughs> excuse me. 
excuse me like no that's not okay you don't you don't tell people what to wear <laughs> or if they should put makeup on no um you know i appreciate that you feel like you have a say but you don't um, <laughs> I, I haven't gotten comments like that i think um because i created uh the brand also is very outdoors friendly. So it's a different kind of group than I would say travel. I love the travel people. I love them. Um, but they do have a different aesthetic. They do have a different like, okay, we look fantastic while we travel. The the beautiful long flowing gowns and the and that's never been me. That's never mm -hmm. been me. So the outdoorsy people are covered in dirt all the time. Like we all look horrible all the time. And that's just part of how it goes. So I think different audience a little bit, maybe. Um, I do get sometimes that almost like my feed's a little too curated in some mm. ways where my personality is authentic, but um, I use a lot of graphics in order to educate people. I think sometimes people feel like they more would just like to see the real, you know, not edited version. Um, so I think the personality will always be there of me just being me. But I think sometimes people are kind of like, oh, you didn't really need to put that in a graphic. We would like to see you doing it. And that comes back to the introversion of saying, <laughs> you know, I'd rather hide behind this graphic or I'd rather hide behind mm -hmm. something I can make to look really nice. Um, so I'm learning. That's another thing I'm learning, too, is saying, you know, my audience really appreciates it when I don't do that, when it's not super curated. Um, yeah. I've tried, like mm -hmm. you've done with those beautiful quotes you do on Instagram with the reels. Mm -hmm. And I've tried that and people hate it. They're mm -hmm. like, this is not what I want. I want to mm -hmm. see you discussing and hiking and like going out there and doing it. So, um, and you know, of course that's up to you of how much they get a say and what you do and, and not. But um, I do think that is a part of me being an introvert is saying, well, I can make this look really pretty. I can make this look how I want it to and kind of hide behind that. Um, but that's not necessarily what people want or need from you. So that's something mm -hmm. I'm working and challenging myself to do more is be be more in front of the camera and also say, if it's not perfect, if it doesn't look pretty, that's okay. That's not yeah. necessarily what people need right now anyway so mm, i'm hearing two different things here mm. one is around like listening to engaging your audience but also mm -hmm. trying to find what works for you and what feels good for you right because creating is a long game mm -hmm. and it's it's not something that's like one and done it's something that we are continuously doing all the time but the other thing is around how sometimes you will be stepping out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. as an introvert. Um, mm -hmm. I'd love to talk about that a little bit more because I spent a lot of time, actually, I don't know if I told you this, mm -hmm. I have canceled every travel conference for the rest of the year. Yes! I love hearing this from Christine. Oh my gosh, you poor, poor I, thing. I've, <laughs> draw, I've drawn the line. <laughs> travel conferences are over here. And I'm over here. <laughs> and for me, that's truly listening to myself because I've mm -hmm. stepped outside of my comfort zone. And I've stepped out of my comfort zone in the sense of like, and I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, I'm not an extrovert. Mm -hmm. I'm an omnivert. Mm -hmm. I span both sides and I can, I can turn it on mm -hmm. and I can get out there and I can like rile a crowd and entertain people and be on stage and whatever it is. And on the other side, I must 
recharge my batteries Mm -hmm. and have complete silence. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because in literal play out, what that looks like at a conference for me is between sessions, I will go back to my hotel room, which I Mm -hmm. always try to stay in the venue. Mm -hmm. I will take off my shoes, lay down and just lay silently, like with Mm -hmm. nothing. And that's like how I'm recharging. And a lot of people would never be able to imagine me being like that. Mm-hmm. I was so game on, and I think I went to six or seven travel conferences, and we're only in August. That was this year. And I, I wrote something down earlier in prep for filming a podcast episode about the burnout. That mm, I yeah. You know this. I'm super oh, yeah. out. But one of the things I wrote was I had the opportunity to do what I love the most, which is mm-hmm. teach people how to fly drones. Mm-hmm. And right before I went out there to teach these workshops, my vision went completely blurry mm-hmm. because the amount of stress yeah. that I was under and the amount of anxiety I felt from constantly being in front of people mm-hmm. was wearing on me. And I had mm-hmm. also just flown red eye from another travel conference. Mm-hmm. And so I've drawn that line and I said, nope, I am going to, and if you're watching today's podcast episode, you're going to see some of the scenes that I'm looking at right now while I'm talking to you, yeah. I'm looking out a window into the Bahamas right now. And there's a whole lot of beauty going on. Uh, you lucky <laughs> duck. You lucky duck. <laughs> but I really, I've truly listened to myself. Um, mm-hmm. And so I guess on one side, yes, I like, I stepped out of my comfort zone and really pushed myself hard. But on the other side, I also burned out really hard. But mm-hmm. I would love to hear from you, like in the world of creating, like, what is, what has it looked like for you to step out of your comfort zone of being an introvert? Mm -hmm. But then on the other side, like, how are you caring for yourself at the same time? Great question. And I think that that's a battle. I like what you said about an omnivert. Like, that's a great way to put it. You know, I would say I lean more towards introversion, but I can be an extrovert too when I put it on. Um, and I, I think that's the constant battle, right? And I think that's the constant battle if you are an introvert, even as a traveler, saying, I'm a curious person. I want to get out. I want to see the world. Like, that inherently is extroversion. You're putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And then there's that battle internally of saying, that's not really who I am. I could be just as happy inside. So I have that same problem with creation of saying, okay, I love to hide behind my blog and just put out articles. And that's great. But I also want to try new things. I want to say, hey, I'm going to create some reels. I'm going to try a YouTube channel. I'm going to try a podcast, see how that goes. And so there's that constant battle in between inside yourself of saying, am I going to fight this or am I going to go with this? Or So you're, you're in that in between a lot. Um, taking care of yourself, I think, if you are on that spectrum of introversion, extroversion is super, super important. Mm-hmm. And I I was moving this last week. I did not post at all. Mm. I just like, and you know, I have a, a team. My team was on vacation. And normally I would say, all right, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll do it if they're on vacation. And I didn't. I just said, you know what? No, I'm moving. This is a big emotional thing for me. I'm seeing my family for the first time in, oh, it'd be like a year almost, you mm-hmm. know? So really just, there was a lot of personal stuff going on at the time. So balancing that and saying, okay, does this, does someone really care about my hot take on like the five 
best hikes in Rocky Mountain National Park right now. I don't think so, you know? So a little perspective. I was holding my breath waiting for you to drop that post. We were just sitting there going, hmm, where is this? Alex, Alex, you messed up. Come on. So, But that can wait. It's okay. Like once it gets out, that's awesome. But no one's sitting there with bated breath being like, all right, where is this? So unless you're working with a sponsor and that's a little bit different, then you kind of, then you kind of have to power through. But um, so, you know, really learning to take a break and learning to say, as you've said, there's a boundary, there's a boundary here. So there was a boundary where I was like, you know, I'm spending some of the last weekends with my friends. I don't really want to be posting right now about hanging out with my Good friends. For you. And that's yeah. hard as a creator because anytime we open social media, mm. we are seeing our friends yeah. and creators and colleagues yeah. posting like a lot of content, right? Crazy. And it's, it's hard to put it down, but at the same time, it's one of the most important things to mm -hmm. do because like, when are you going to be able to enjoy yourself like that again? Or, mm -hmm. you know, how often are you going to be moving and saying goodbye to your friends and, and spending time exactly. with them like that? Exactly. It's super important. Okay, hold on. There's, oh, I don't know which one I want to ask first. <laughs> uh, I want to start with travel, actually, because you, sure. you I want to hear about, because I actually don't know what this looks like. Are, are, what is, what does most of your previous travel look like? Mm. Like, are you a solo traveler? Are you a city traveler? Are you a... I am a bit of all of it. I mean, I started traveling pretty young. So I I graduated college young. I studied abroad in Italy. And again, this goes back to like the more self-serious part of me. So I didn't have access to museums growing up as a kid. So mm. I went to Europe, did all the museums, uh, really went and had cultural experiences. So um, I think by the time I was 22, I had traveled to... 20 some different countries and just really gotten to, yeah. Um, and I was working as a freelance writer. So I was able to just really enjoy where it was and work on the road, which was fantastic. Um, and then I got a job in Italy. So I lived in Italy for two years. So that was definitely more cultural. Um, and I really just enjoyed that. I lived in New York for a while and really got that experience of saying, I didn't have this growing up. So, and then of course, you know, the older you get, the more you're like, well, you know, actually mountains weren't so bad. Like I don't know, maybe I'll give those a try again. And so I started realizing, you know, part of travel for me also includes getting out on the trail and hiking. Mm. But I wouldn't say that for a big chunk of my my early travels. Um, and some of it was solo. Uh, some of it was living abroad uh, alone as mm -hmm. an expat uh, before my husband and I, we were friends for a long time over the, you know, we kept in touch. And then eventually we got together and we traveled together. So it's been more of a decade, really, of consistent travel. So, you know, yeah. your life changes within that period. You change within that period. So I would say um you know for the past half of it it's been more outdoors based and when i travel it's more okay i want to go hike i want to go kayak i want to go do that kind of thing but mm. early years it was very much okay we're hitting up every single museum i'm going to yeah. every single play and you i know, see where alex the introvert is coming out but also yeah. giving herself the things that she loves while she's traveling yeah, yeah exactly so um, for me, so like solo travel really yeah. speaks to my introvert mm. side of being an omnivore. Mm. 
because mm -hmm. when I travel, I'm so used to, it's, it's, this is funny. One of the top comments I always get are people being like, oh, Christine, I know exactly who you are at the <laughs> hostel. You're the one that's like getting everyone to go like party. And I'm like, I actually have never stayed in a hostel because as an introverted traveler, mm. I love to stay in a hotel, be alone, mm. but have the ability to be in a beautiful lobby or a hotel bar alone, mm -hmm. but together with people that I don't have to talk to. Yeah. Because oh, that's I, the best. I, I just, I love people watching mm -hmm. and I love being alone amongst a large group of people, which is also why like living in New York City for mm -hmm. me was awesome mm. like it was just there's so many people everywhere all the time but I was constantly alone and so like this was how like I fed the introvert in me mm. in my travels and I love I love the way that looks for you okay hold on we're gonna shift gears and we're gonna flex for a minute oh which I'm, I'm wondering if you're gonna play this game with me. <laughs> I'll always play a game with you <laughs> of course so one of the things I really really respect about you is mm. how quickly and how much you have grown as a creator mm. in a very short period of time. Oh. And so we talked a little bit, like we've, we've uncovered that you have a team and mm -hmm. we've uncovered that you've pivoted a bunch over the last couple mm -hmm. of years. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear with as much flexing as possible in your <laughs> answer, All right. when you started creating and mm. like what you've grown and what you've created between then and now? Mm, that's a great question too, because I think, you know, this brand specifically has only been around two years, about little more than two years. So it seems like I've grown really, really fast in a very, very short period of time. And I am gonna flex and say, I work really hard. I did a ton of research. Um, I went into it with the idea, I'm investing in this business and this is gonna be my career and I'm gonna make this work. So flexing all the way on that and saying I did work really hard. Um, but there is that part of it too, where I've been posting on the internet since I was 18 years old, you know, mm. I was writing a blog since I was 18 years old. I was an editor of a wow. travel publication. Mm -hmm. So this is about a, oh my gosh, now it'd be about a 12, 14 year growth period. You know, mm -hmm. if you look back and you say, I didn't start blogging when I was 21 or 25 or 28, I started when I was 18. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know WordPress, like, you know, <laughs> I think my parents wish I had like spent more time doing something else, but I loved it, you know? Okay, and hold on. You're saying something, you're saying a couple things that are so yeah, important that I just sure. want to pause on. One is, and this is something, and one of the reasons why I respect you so much as a creator is because you don't see yourself as this person that just posts. You see mm -hmm. yourself as a brand and a business and you are growing that brand and business. And it just so happens that you are the face of and what's mm -hmm. behind that. Yeah. which is super important. But you're also talking about how you're pulling in previous experience. Cause I mm -hmm. could also say the same thing, right? Yes. While it's not specifically, you know, I only started, mm -hmm. well, I only started really written blogging like a year ago and I still love to write in all caps mm -hmm. with lots and lots of exclamation points. It's, it's who you are. <laughs> like that's who you are. Just do it. Again, want, we're talking about I, it. I want you to read it exactly the way I say yep. it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But you can also say, like, I'm drawing my experience of having taught fitness classes in yeah. front of hundreds of students at a time. And that's what's helping me to present better when I'm on video. Right. Like it's 
right? It's not the same exact thing, but I'm drawing on old skills to be able to build this new business that I'm working on. And even yours now has so many different facets to it, mm-hmm. which make sure you catch the next podcast episode about what's what Alex is creating on the tour front in Ooh. national parks, which is super exciting because there's some fun things coming up over there. Um, all right. But how, okay, actually, are you willing to share how big is your audience? At this point, uh, I mean, you know, obviously it wanes and grows and <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. how it's it a is. Waiting door. <laughs> it is. It's like, all right, didn't you just get here? Okay, bye. Um, I think we're up to about half a million with including email subscriber, you know, if you include everything, um, if you include Wait, the blog. Wait, how much time have you been working on this brand for? This brand, about two years. About two years. So So the reason why I've been asking you to flex, I just want to pause really (laughs) quick to give you a round of applause on this, is Alex, who is an introvert, who is a quirky Mm. person who leans into who she is and creates the way that serves you because you're in it for long game, Mm -hmm. has been able to, in a two-year period of time, grow this brand to this audience that you're talking about right now. Fuck yeah. Like, that's a collective fuck yeah right there. Thank you. Thank you. I think so, too. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Me and all the fish that I'm looking at that are swimming past as we are filming this are all saying that. Just Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, I could say the exact same thing about you. So it's (laughs) – I I know. And I think that's another thing, too, right? When you are an introvert and you're you're kind of more of an observer, right? So you're looking around and you're saying, oh, wow, this this person's doing better than I am. This person's doing better than I am. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, again, it's taking into – account all that experience that that person has so it it, most people would say oh wow she started her brand two years ago like it's grown so fast not taking into the account that I was an editor of a travel publication and I had a team and Mm -hmm. I knew how to build out a team of writers in order to post several times a week and to keep it growing so you know it it is absolutely flexing all day like you know I work really hard I'm not saying I didn't but also again that experience and also that support I've had a lot of support where like my husband is fantastic and you could totally do it without a significant other you don't need to have a significant other in order to make a great brand and and business um but I am really lucky in the fact where he's always been there um and he you know has been my business partner really so I've got two heads instead of one um so that might be another reason why it's growing a little bit faster I would say but I love that but it's growing Alex the quirky introvert for somebody who comes to you and says I'm also an introvert I want to create but I don't want to put myself out there like that what advice would you give them Mm, I think there's a lot of ways you can still be a creator and not have to put yourself out there. Um, Video for me is definitely my hardest thing, but you don't have to do video. Um, Not everyone can be Christine and be like, all right, I'm going to do all these YouTube videos. And it's amazing. Um, But blogging is a great way to be a creator without having to put yourself out there. And, you know, you still are to some extent, but it's not quite the same as having to show up with your face every day and talk yeah. to the camera. Uh, podcasting, I loved mm-hmm. podcasting. Mm-hmm. Podcasting, and I did not do video either. I just sat around in my pajamas. I was disgusting and just talked to everyone. And it was great because I love talking to people. Um, more 
because I'm an introvert, I love listening to people. So that was my biggest thing is coming up with questions and listening to people. But podcasts are a great way to create without having to put yourself out there. There are so many. I feel like we are in a time in which video is king. Mm -hmm. But you have named so many great ways to grow as a creator Mm -hmm. that don't have to involve that. And it's so Mm -hmm. important that people find what's right for them. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. Are you a badass? I think I'm a badass. I'm, I'm, why, why am I a badass? I'm persistent and I will keep going. And I think, hell yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really do feel like that is my biggest strength as a badass is I may not have it totally figured out at first, as we were saying, you know, I don't pretend that I have it totally figured out all the way anymore. Um, I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to do it quirky and it might be the wrong way and I might mess up, but I will keep going and keep going and keep going till I get a result that I'm happy with. So that's how I'm a badass, I think. But Oh, I love that. Where can people find you? You can find me anywhere at alexonthemap.com, alexonthemap on Instagram, alexonthemap on TikTok, pretty much everywhere. So I'll be there. I'll be hanging out. And all of that will be in the show notes below. Find Alex, go forth, be badass. We'll see you in the next one. Ciao.